0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. Hope everyone is having a wonderful, what is it, Wednesday? I think it's Wednesday, man. I'm all messed up. I, I, uh, you know, I guess I was in Boston for like five days, had a great time there, Uh, spent a lot of time with my friend Toad, uh, did the LNC meeting, and then I flew home, uh, was home late. I think I got home at like 11, or no, midnight, Uh, woke up at 4.30 the next morning to go to work. Uh, Got home from work that night I uh, went to sleep the next day I had to work overnight so last night I worked overnight and uh, now I have to go to work tomorrow morning so life's been nuts for me uh, that's why we haven't done any shows since I've been home uh, but we got a great show for you guys tonight I'm gonna be drinking some coffee seeing if I can stay awake for it but as usual my days are uh, kind of blending together and I don't really know what day it is is it Thursday it's not Thursday it is Thursday damn it I thought it was Wednesday last night was Wednesday Uh, But anyways, let's talk about some sponsors. Of course, we have TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend, and partner on Break the Cycle where you can get this great Epstein Didn't Kill Himself shirt that he's seeing me wearing tonight by using BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Or you guys can join the Patreon and subscribe star, or become a member of the YouTube channel under all of my videos by hitting the join link, uh, where you can get into a private Discord server with a really awesome community of people, uh, and get all of Top Lops' new gear up to, uh, what is it, like two weeks before it goes to the general public at like a 30% discount. Uh, Really worth it, guys. Definitely, definitely check it out if you can. And of course, executive producers of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today, see what they can do for your business, home, or personal life, They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. Seriously, if you own a business... Go check them out today. Uh, I I got an email from uh, the gentleman who's working with them currently uh, that watches the show. and I want to get them on or, or, or have some kind of testimonial or something so you guys can see that uh, they're good people doing good things. They're also uh, really entrenched in the Delaware State Party. I got to hang out with them uh, this past weekend in uh, Boston. They came and we got some big wins for uh, the Mises Caucus Board, uh, so I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. Um, guys, we have an awesome show for you tonight. Uh Many, many, many months ago, I started. Uh, I started in the Tower Gang uh, chat, and we started towering blue checks. It was an awesome time. Uh, there's a lot of really cool people in there, man. Um, you know, and some stuff has sprung from it. Of course, the the Tower Power Hour uh, podcast that uh, a lot of you guys are familiar with. Um, but aside from that, uh, this guy's been one of my favorites. He's he's he is a a uh, trash man by trade and a shit poster by night. He is Mister Garbage Man, bro. How you doing tonight? What's up, man? I'm doing well.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. I'm glad to have you on, man. It was funny because we, we I think we were talking uh – about the show and then you were like you know let's let's sit down and talk about uh um uh, family law because that's something that you've dealt with something that i've been through some millions of americans around the country have have had to deal with uh but i don't i don't think you realized that i was like yeah let's do it on the fucking show and so uh (laughs) and then i wanted to do it earlier this week of course i was I, i got a little bug coming home from boston i felt a little sick um and then i just had too much going on with work to get the show done but i'm glad i'm glad to have you on now man
1: yeah man thanks for having me Hope you're feeling better.
0: Yeah, I got a I got a gnarly migraine, dude. But I, I think it's because I didn't really get much sleep last night and well, I didn't get any sleep last night. I was at work and um, then I came home, slept during the day, something that I never do. And that'll mess you up, man. Um so uh, before we get started with with you know our talks of tales and and uh <laughs> and, and family law and shit posting and our war with the blue checks, why don't we start out with your journey to to liberty, man? How how did you get to where you are today?
1: Well, uh, Hope we got enough time. (laughs) I've pretty much been an anarchist since I have had any like political inclination, I guess. Uh, You know, I started skateboarding when I was about 10 years old. I'm 31 now. So that's kind of an anti establishment movement, or at least it used to be kind of been co opted now. But, uh, you know, punk rock skateboarder kid. I was riding the city bus home from school one day juggling with some friends about anarchy. And some burnout hippie dude on the bus was like, Hey, you guys don't know what anarchy is. It really just means governing yourself. I was probably about 14 years old at the time. And I had never really thought about it like that. And from there, I kind of, you know, did some exploring and talked with friends about it and didn't really uh, dismiss the idea. You know, when you're young, you're like, Oh, if you're a lot of people I see on Twitter, are like, uh, you know, anarchy is is, a child's thought or whatever but for me it was kind of the opposite like uh the the thought that you'll be the first one to die under anarchy or whatever that shit. right and it started kind of clicking for me and then 08 was my first chance to vote not that i'm a big voter or anything but um well let me rewind a second so in high school the only anarchists that I knew of were left anarchists. So I guess I was kind of a a white mutualist.
0: Oh geez. The white mutualist.
1: Oh (laughs) shit. Um, but then 08, 07, 08, you know, there was the Ron Paul campaign and that kind of really grabbed my attention and showed me that there's, you know, there's a different kind of flavor to it. Not that Ron Paul is an anarchist, but you know, the, the value of property rights and, and things like that. So, um, I voted for Ron Paul in the 08 primary. That was my only time voting. So I got a pretty clean voting record as far as that goes. But, um, you know, after that, I kind of fell out of it. I kind of saw, you know, the writing on the wall of how he was treated by the media and that they would never give like a real opportunity or chance to someone who's, uh, you know, even wants to reduce the size of federal government, let alone eliminate it altogether.
0: Right. Well, it's, it's funny you talk about uh, the clean voting record. You know, I, I sit on the Libertarian National Committee. Uh, I've worked for, for Libertarian, lots of Libertarian candidates. Uh, none in my area ever, right? So ne- never anybody that I could vote for. Um, I did vote for Ron Paul in 2008, obviously I worked on his campaign. So it was like a big deal to vote for him. Um, and then I wrote in Ron Paul in 2012, uh, over, over Gary Johnson. And then in 2016, I stayed home and didn't vote. And then in 2020, I also didn't vote. So, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty anti, uh, voting as well, and I'm not going to vote for a candidate I don't believe in. Um, and so, uh, I, I get it. Like I'm, you know, even though I work in national politics, I still can't vote for some of the. The people that we put up, you know what I mean? It's pretty crazy. Um, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of Joe. I wasn't a big fan of Joe Jorgensen. Had had Spike Cohen been at the top of the ticket, I would have pro- likely voted. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I would take a Spike over Joe. Yeah, any day. For sure. Well,
0: let's. Uh, so, so how'd you get into the garbage business, buddy? How that? How'd that come
1: about? Well, it's kind of tied into uh, my daughter, right? So, my daughter was born. Um, january of 2017 um i had a friend of mine uh, i was looking i was working two jobs i was a camera operator for a a tv show and uh and i was a doorman for a, a local bar by my house back in nashville and um you know i had a kid on the way and i needed you know a decent job that was more steady and and good benefits so i could you know provide for my new family sure so that's kind of how i got into it a friend of mine referred me and you know i uh i started off as a collector a ground man and then i moved forward and got my cdl not a class a sorry
0: uh oh Reed. no reed's uh, gonna be upset i got upset.
1: a class b with an air brake endorsement <laughs> <laughs> and technically a heavy equipment operator so
0: sure sure that's,
1: i've been doing it for about five years now
0: there's so many Liber- liberty uh gar- uh truck drivers man it's wild <laughs>
1: Well, you can see why. I mean, the state obviously has a lot of uh, influence on on their work, sure. unfortunately.
0: Sure, absolutely. Uh, Toad, thanks for the $10 super chat. He said, some money for garbage to put toward getting me a black woman.
1: <laughs> well, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank the the Tower Gang Boys, yeah. uh, Toad and his black girlfriend. And I know Cole's a busy man, so it's hard to peel him away from those books that he loves to read. But <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> I wouldn't be here cole yeah. cole's not reading no books man that guy read <laughs> uh let's see uh libertarian podcast review ten dollar super chat thanks brother he said for my two favorites uh a big fan of yours too yonky you know you already know it he's a
1: good dude yeah in preparation for this show i watched uh your episode with him and also your episode with mark Claire. so
0: oh nice yeah uh, mark's a good friend of mine man I, I i've told the story a million times on the show but uh, the first time I ever met Mark, I flew into the, the libertarian party of, uh, Louisiana's state convention on a whim. I like left on Friday morning and, the, and I was supposed to be there by Friday night and I didn't even plan on going prior to that. Uh, so I, I bought the ticket that day, flew in, uh, Could not find a hotel because WWE's uh, WrestleMania was in town. Everything was fun. Yeah, I know. I saw it. (laughs) Everything was booked fucking solid, dude. And so I ended up staying in the French Quarter at some like little run down crack motel. There was like people like ODing in the lobby and shit. The the room was like forty five bucks a night or something. Um, and it was like six blocks away from Bourbon Street, and so. Uh, I was by myself, and I'm like, well, the, the convention doesn't start tonight. It starts tomorrow morning. I'll go down to Bourbon Street and see what's going on. And I'm walking down Bourbon Street, and everyone's dressed up like different wrestlers, and people are chanting WWF shit. And uh, here here comes Mark Claire walking up the street, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? And so we, we partied all night long, dude, like all night long. I, I had to, Yeah, it had to be 5 o'clock in the morning. I finally told him, man, all right, dude, I got I to gotta get back to my hotel. I got to go give a speech next to Nick Sarwark tomorrow. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but Mark, Mark is a, one, one of my good friends. I love that guy to death, dude. He's so fucking cool.
1: Yeah, I really enjoy uh, Lines of Liberty, what they're doing, and especially the debates they host are really, I think they're a good thing.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, they, and they do—they do bring together some really good debates, man. Obviously, uh, you know Dave Smith. Every once in a while, goes on there and just wrecks whoever the fuck he's. I mean, that Archie debate was probably one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs> that and the Andy Craig one is just. Yeah,
0: you know, it's like it's racist. like bo- both of those guys can type. You know what I mean? They they're like they're like typing all, all furiously, pissed off, and then you get them in front of a camera. And they're like, "Well, you know, uh, uh you guys are racists," and it's like, "Shut the fuck that's my, up."
1: That's my favorite. Dave is when he's just going for the guillotine you know what i mean
0: oh yeah dude yeah. he's cut people's heads off bro all the time he's he's got to keep him on his mantle for sure man uh yeah, spe- yeah. speaking of dave what do you think about white people cutting their tails
1: off dude <laughs> all right so when i first joined twitter i joined and i was making you know i had some pl- political inclination but i joined and i was making like a, a game stream account pretty much and i would find these political posts and I was it's a deep, like, I guess, uh, I don't know if it's Hotep, because I wouldn't really call it Hotep. I don't know if the Hoteps believe this or not, but, like, a deep black conspiracy that white people are born with tails. And uh, I've been trying to get to the bottom of it ever since.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, now that we're kind of, uh, you know, Put on the spot i mean we are born with tails and we do have them cut off when we're, we're very very young it, it's a big white person thing it, it was supposed to say like a secret between white people and uh now it's out of the bag man i don't know i don't know i mean you know it's, it's okay that's to-
1: where all the that's where all the racial supremacy supremacy is stored in our tails. <laughs> yeah
0: we stored in our tails and then we cut it off out of shame and and now we can't balance very well we're not very good at sports uh shit like that it's pretty it sucks you know <laughs> <laughs> uh no, but seriously, but seriously uh let's let's talk about the family law system man what's what's your uh your you know your experience with family law
1: So 2016 i um I ended up getting a a, a woman pregnant. It was kind of a, an unwanted or unplanned. I wouldn't say unwanted now, but at the time, yes, it was unwanted. Um, we tried to have an abortion. I would never consider that sure, even an option again. We did the $800 whatever Planned Parenthood pill. Thankfully, you know, I'm not a big statist or whatever, but uh, thankfully Tennessee had laws where um, up to a certain point in the pregnancy, you couldn't do a surgical abortion. Right. So regardless of what you think about statism, I'm thankful for that law.
0: well, especially not because you got you have the the your, your daughter right so
1: yeah, yeah and i would go through i'd go through hell and back just to have her here but um 2017 she was born um i you know i took the job working as a garbage man trying to provide i got us an apartment or a duplex two-bedroom Uh, baby mama signed the lease and I don't want to throw baby mama under the bus too much on this episode because her and I get along a lot better now than we did before but she signed the signed the lease agreement and then when our daughter was six months old she left out of state to Texas and I didn't know what my options of recourse were you know so I went to the state to try and find out you know how
0: oh shit hold on we lost you buddy I don't know what just happened here See what happened.
1: Sorry, buddy, we lost the you. judges and lawyers. It's not the parents, and it's definitely not the kids. So, if I could do, I know I'm mostly just a shit poster online. But can you? Can you hear me? I do anything? I, we we,
0: say what? we cut out for a minute, buddy. Sorry.
1: Oh, yeah. I was saying <clears throat> when I went to see my lawyer, my first consultation, she told me, you know, the only people who win in this process are judges and lawyers. And it's not the parents it's not the kids so i know i'm mostly just a shit poster but if i could do anything in the liberty sphere space or whatever just to move the the needle in the right direction as far as you know making things better for kids that's would be my like pet project
0: sure yeah and, 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 like, and for anybody who knows for anybody who's followed me for a long time they know uh, that I have been through the absolute fucking ringer with the with the family law system, uh, fought for for custody of my son that doesn't live with us. So I do have one kid that doesn't live with us. Uh, for people that don't know, that's an extra kid. Uh, but my daughter as well for for almost ten years. And uh, you know it took some really bad shit uh, for me to finally get her. And um, you know I don't. I, I try not to be the guy that's like that's like oh yeah guys are the only people that get fucked by the family law system right? Like it's only men. That get fucked because that's not that's simply not true um, occasionally women do but the vast majority dude of people who get fucked by the family law system as far as parenting goes is the man uh, you know it doesn't matter how good you are what you do how much money you make all that shit it's like right away you're treated like a visitor in your child's life as opposed to a co-parent or a parent and, and I mean it's it's you're it's it's like that from the very beginning of the uh, of the whole process, I mean, as soon as you walk into court, you're looked at like like you're a visitor in your child's life, and that you're ha- and you have to fight. You have to fight for time. You have to fight to, uh, you know, uh, take care. I mean, you you really have to fight. The only thing you don't have to fight for is for them to take you know half of your money,
1: <laughs> or more. Yeah, depending on you know the, how they base the the child support, and <laughs> that's what really bothered me about watching your appearance on the show that will not be named, but they tried to go after you for uh, child support payments. And you know, a lot of times those child support payments are, aren't based on what it actually costs to raise a kid. Oh, I mean, not even
0: close, not even close.
1: Yeah. There's Damn. literal goblins that are on social media that are training women to go out and, and basically use leverage the, the family courts to their advantage and view their kids as, you know, a profit or a, a check than, than, kids
0: sure well I I, I don't talk I don't talk about the story too much on the show but uh you know when I I first got hit with child support payments for my son uh, I was I I had a full-time day job I was making about nine hundred and seventy dollars or something like that after taxes every two weeks it wasn't very much money Uh, you know I was relatively youngish living in Oregon it was kind of cheap it wasn't too bad Uh, I was trying to go to college and I was bartending four nights a week And so when we went through the child support calculations, they completely speculated on how much I was making in tips and and over speculated by a lot, a lot. Um, And uh, they hit me with the final number It was like 1269 a month, $1,269 a month. So before all that calculations went in, I lost my bartending job, but I was still working a day job. I was getting ready to start school at nursing school and, uh, and uh, so I went to, the, to her lawyer and I said, hey, look, I, I don't have this bartending job anymore. I can't cover that twelve sixty nine a month. You know, that's more than half of what I'm making every month. Uh, you guys will put me in the poor house. I'll be living in my car, all that shit. And she goes, so, so, too bad. Sorry. You'll have to find a way to make up that lost income. And so for two years, they held me to a uh, double income. I mean, like a, a double time job uh, uh, salary right? And I, I was, so I think it was, I think it was actually $947 I was making after tax so every two weeks. They were garnishing half of, cause, and this is another thing they always use that, the, you know, these, these shitty people online always use that I'm being garnished for, for child support. Well, the state of Oregon, the state of Oregon, where my, my uh, family law cases auto garnishes all child support cases, all of them, 100%. That's what they do. That's how they, that's, you cannot, unless you work for yourself, you, you, then you could go down and pay it. They automatically auto-garnish. I mean, anywhere I go and start a new job, within two weeks of starting a new job in any state that I've ever been in, they automatically start garnishing my wages because that's how the state of Oregon does it. But anyway, so so they were, they were garnishing because they can only garnish 50% of your wages, right, no matter what your price is. And so they were taking
1: – I think it's different state to state.
0: Sure, sure. Oregon is 50%. And so they started right away garnishing $947 a month for me okay i was trying to live off less than a thousand dollars a month while i was putting myself through college okay and every single month i was going you know three hundred dollars into their rears every month every month every month for two years
1: for two years and uh so are you able to were you able to see your kid at that point or yeah not?
0: so i was seeing my i was seeing my child at this point right and uh, so everything was good, you know. I was like, "Whatever, I'm fucking this sucks." I was like, I was like living in and out of my car, and like trying to get put myself through college, and 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 I was still seeing my son on Sunday mornings, and then Tuesday and when, uh, Tuesday Thursday evenings, uh, but no overnights yet. I, I I went through this whole like uh, uh, mediation, and then I did like the uh, uh, I had like a uh, what do they call it? an evaluator and, and I sat down with the evaluator and she's all, you're doing everything right. You're a really good. Dad. I don't have anything to say to you. And, but they were paying for the evaluator. My, my son's mother's family were paying for the evaluator, but I didn't think anything of it as t- at the time I was a stupid kid. i never dealt really with the, with the, this type of family law, this kind of case that I was going through. And, uh, and so I was like, Oh, she thinks I'm great dad. I'm doing really well. She's, she's going to help me out in court. And then she, she totally sided with, with the mother on everything. You know what I mean? It was like, I totally railroaded me in court. Um, and then I couldn't afford my lawyer anymore. So I had to, you know what I mean? Like I had to go and, and represent myself. I had no fucking idea what I was doing uh, at the time. And it was just an absolute mess, dude. And I got dragged through the fucking mud. And yes, I went I went well behind what I should have in arrears. Um, but then, you know, th- three, four years later, after all this shit's already, you know, happened, we go back to, to renegotiate child support because it's been dropped since then. I mean, I'm only paying like 800 and something a month now. Uh, we go back to renegotiate and find out she's been lying about paying for child care for a certain amount of time, right? And, I, and I'm looking at the court. And I'm going, you guys have been charging me this exorbitant amount of, of child support all this time, Right and yeah they don't even check receipts no at least when- <laughs> so well we found out that her her mother-in-law was writing handwriting receipts to give to her to take to court she came in with like a plastic bag full of them and and they just took it at face value but then we found out that that wasn't the case and so they had to drop some some child support you know back off the back pay and all that stuff um but but during this time right i <clears throat> i missed one day with my son because i was sick and i, call, I sent her a message like i'm hella sick he's a baby i, I don't want to you know i don't want to get him sick so I'll see you next Sunday no big deal right So she didn't say anything about it so the next Sunday I come to pick him up I'm two minutes late I'm driving into the parking lot And she's driving out of the parking lot She's all sorry you can't see him you're late And I'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me Right and then uh, So at this point I'm pretty well behind in child support You know for because of you know all the The, the craziness that I've been dealing with and, uh, so I come to pick him up the next weekend and she comes running out of her work with a piece of paper, says your license is suspended. You can't take them. You can't take them. Your license is suspended. And I'm like, I'm like, first of all, that doesn't say that I can't take them. my son. It's still my scheduled day. You know what I mean? And she, she starts this huge fight screaming in front of all these people at this restaurant. Was
1: your, was your license suspended because of child support?
0: Because of, of child support. Cause I was far behind. Yeah. And, and so, uh, and so she calls the police, you know, and I'm like, here, take, take, our baby, I'm gonna go wait for the police. We'll, we'll get this all sorted out. So the police come and the police, are like, look, we're not gonna wait down the street for you to leave with your son. Like, it's this is a civil matter. We don't care. You know what I mean? Like, we don't give a shit. And I'm, I'm trying to figure all this shit out as I go, you know? And, uh, and so, and so I, I'm trying to be the nice guy, right? I'm like, okay, listen, uh, you take him for the rest of the day. I'll try to figure this shit out. Next week, I'll come back on a bus if that's what I gotta do. That was the last time I saw my son, dude.
1: Wow. How she many, did, how long ago was that? It's
0: been a long time now. I, I I lost track. And so she is in violation of a court ordered parenting plan going around online, telling everyone that I'm a deadbeat dad while I'm paying $800 a month in child support still to this day. Right. And, and saying that I don't want to, I don't want a relationship with my son. I don't want which is absolute horseshit. Meanwhile, I'm raising seven children in my house, two of which I adopted. Okay. That aren't even mine biologically two of them are stepchildren one of them was my granddaughter like and 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 people could see that people could see that I'm a good dad people could see that I am busting my ass to provide for my family people can look at the child support records and see that I've been paying for my son for fucking years and she's still going around in these spaces telling everyone that I'm a deadbeat and that you know that I abandoned my son and that I don't you know that because I owe I think there's still like a small amount left in child support that I owe as well that's
1: that's kind of like the public perception right is that um dad's single fathers are pretty much deadbeats no matter what of their right yeah, yeah. And, and that single mother should be lionized and, and you know no matter what they can do no wrong so right it, it's kind of tough to navigate especially you know the thing that bothers me with a lot of people is that you know a lot of people just who if you've never been through it you don't really understand it so i can understand their point of view on that but at the same time like uh using the state going after someone over like family law unless you know how corrupt that system is it's it's just like a weird gotcha to me true you know, taking the side of the state is i mean we're, we're talking
0: about one of the most corrupt uh, uh state agencies in the in the whole country there's no doubt about it
1: yeah i mean it pretty much incentivizes you know lying on and for both parties you know mother and father sure. you know whoever wants to gain custody is is kind of in a weird spot and it's not um it's not really fair to the kid right you know and the heart ones. goes out yeah not being able to say this, oh man that's tough and I, they're the ones really they're
0: the me. they're <laughs> the ones that will get they're the ones uh that get hurt more than anything in this country. I mean, when it comes to the family law, that it's always the child that gets hurt. And I know I'm bitching about child support and how that went down and how the custody went down and all this shit, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, if you're using you're using your child as a weapon and the court is literally bolstering that, right? And they criminalize the poor. I mean, I, I don't know that there's a more clear cut case of criminalizing the poor than the family law system. Hi kids. down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts.
1: That's because the system is down and truth is taking over.
0: You know what I mean? Like, like, okay, you can't afford this amount that we're telling you you have to pay, so we're going to make you a criminal. We're going to take your driver's license away. We're going to take work license away. Now you're going to be more poor. And when you can't pay it, now that you're more poor and you can't pay it, we're going to put you in jail, right? Like, I never went to jail for it or anything like that. Um, in fact, when all this shit started with her not letting me see my son, I stopped paying child support for six months. And uh, they were gonna put me in jail, like, because I, I was like, I'm not paying you another dollar until you let me see my son. Uh, so I had to like make my payment on time for for a year after that. So they dropped the charge or whatever. It was like a contempt charge or something stupid. And now that she's in violation of a court order, they're not doing shit to help me. You know what I mean? And it's it's like, can you can you see the lopsidedness here? Can you understand how fucking bad it is? Yeah,
1: and not only that, but like the psychological effects it takes on a parent to go through losing their child in a, in a shitty custody battle you know it's hard to stay on top of your case if you you know you get off work and the first thing you want to do is just see your kid smile and give him a hug and that's hard to hard to go through life when you know if you love your kid and you can't see him it's tough
0: yeah it really is it really is it's it's fucking it's hell dude like it literally is hell and it's hell on the kids too you know my, my daughter is now 17 she's been with us for uh uh you know going on two years now thankfully but she you know, when, when she showed up here, when we got her here, um, it, it had been, uh, I want to say almost 10 years since I had like regularly seen her and she had all these things in her head, you know, all these, all these, uh, all these things that angered her and hurt her. And it's like, I couldn't explain, I didn't know how to explain it to her. Like, Hey, you know, everything that you think's happened is not exactly the way everything's happened. And here, you know, here's where I was fighting and you know what I mean? But it's like, I don't also don't want, you don't want to bad mouth the other parent either, which is, you know, it's hard to do. Sometimes it really is. Yeah,
1: parental alienation is—it's tough to tiptoe around. <clears throat> you know, you want to tell your kid the truth, but at the same time, you got to understand that they're still a kid at the same—at right. the same time. Right. So you know, it's—it's it's a minefield, really. It is,
0: dude. It is. It's traversing a minefield uh of hurt too, because it's like these. You know. Uh, it, it, there is a lot of hurt there's a lot of hurt feelings there's you know there's uh preconceived notions there's there's a lot of things that come out of this especially when you can't see your kid all the time um and and uh i know why my i know why my kids were are being alienated like i know why it's not has nothing to do with me you know what i mean per se uh, has everything to do with uh in one case lots of drugs and not wanting the public to see your persona and one of them and one of them is uh being used as a weapon and and a uh um I don't know. I don't know how to explain the other one. She, 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 it's almost like, like Munchausen by proxy syndrome. Like she wants people to feel bad for her. So she like uses my son to, to make people feel bad for her. And it's like, that's fucked, dude. That's a fucked thing to do to a child.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, I think it has to do a lot with the, the perverse incentive structure, you know? Um, Basically what the family court does is, is make the parents combatants, you know? Right. You know it doesn't incentivize them to get along and i think that's i don't know if it's a bug or a feature but um you know the the family unit to me is inherently anti-state because if you have an autonomous family unit um even if the government tries to shower you with you know social and public benefits an autonomous decision-making unit doesn't need an intrusive third party and You know, when when someone is using their kid as as a leverage point, they can basically use the state to uh, act against the other party, right? And so it's 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 really fucked up system. Well, and and
0: the state's happy to do it because the state gets money, right? So every single child support case in this country, and we're talking millions of child support cases has kickbacks for the government, right? The government gets I can't remember the, the name of it. it's like title V. All oh, those something. judges are
1: getting paid. They're not oh, sitting there for free. Dude,
0: it's, <laughs> and, and and so that's why they're they the 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 court is incentivized to to uh criminalize one parent, right? And take money from one parent. That's that's literally what they're incentivized to do. Um and and it's because they that's how they make a lot of their money. I mean, that's really that really is it. I mean, in, you know, the family law system, that's where they get their money it's crazy to me dude the whole thing is fucking insane uh let's see what do we got here uh medic Knight, thanks for the ten dollars super chat josh do you well wait 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 we had one from alex alex hatch ten dollars super chat she says she loves you but bo- she loves us both and admires our dedication to our kids thank you alex alex is cool shit she's og OG you, tower yeah she's og she's, tower
1: she's the one who gave me this shirt so nice shout out to alex and top lobster for his amazing incredible art
0: yeah uh medic Knight, ten dollars super chat josh do you in garbage maine Uh, Think Biden will get us involved in a war with Russia over Ukraine Seems like it's heading that way I guess Afghanistan was just a front to cover for this I think that uh, First of all, I don't think Joe Biden is doing anything all, I think Joe Biden is an absolute fucking puppet uh, for an administration that is uh, blood-soaked monsters, and and of course they want to get us in any war they can because uh, war has lined the pockets of of these people for for a long time. And ending the Afghanistan war was a big hit to the military industrial complex. I mean, what do you what do you think?
1: Well, um, you know, my garbage trucks are actually made by Raytheon. Oh, <laughs> I'm just, shocking! I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, I, I defer to. Scott Horton and shout out to him man uh, when I moved here I've I've got a couple of friends uh one I actually made playing Halo when I was 14 who's been him and his family have been really great to me but I reached out to Scott Horton and um uh, he's been he's been really great to me but also I mean you know when Biden took office he kind of warned about uh the US pressuring NATO or yeah pressuring Ukraine to join NATO and I think that's where a lot of the problems are for sure Biden is incoherent and retarded but big time the the establishment the status quo i mean if you've ever read 1984 it's kind of a, a i don't want to say prophecy but it gives you some insight into uh how war can be profitable for the state and makes you feel like uh you know we were always at war with eurasia right <laughs> kind of situation so I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're pushing for more wars. It's never a surprise. The CIA and the, and and the state agencies, the alphabet boys, have been destabilizing regions for as long as I can remember, longer than I've been alive. So,
0: well, I think I think it's funny because there's always this this talk about how you know, oh, well, America doesn't want to go to war with Russia. America doesn't want to go to war with China. I mean, these, these are superpowers. They don't, want to, they don't want that kind of war. And it's like, bullshit. America wants to go to war with any country they can. They, you know, it's, it's literally their bread and butter. I mean, American imperialism is how we line the pockets of some of the biggest corporations in this country. That's really how it works, dude. And, and if you don't <laughs> understand that, you're either blind or stupid. I mean, really, those are your two options.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, you know, it's a it, watch all of these forever wars our entire lives. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm almost 40, right? I'll be 39 in March. And I joined the military right after nine 11. I was in Iraq within a year, uh, you know, or in the Persian Gulf fighting, fighting the war in Persian in, in Iraq going, what the fuck are we doing in Iraq? Um, but that's the same time that, that did, uh, you know, the Afghanistan war started, right. The war in Afghanistan and when it was retired
1: because of our freedoms josh oh sure
0: (laughs) sure yeah absolutely but this is this is you know when when they retired the war in in afghanistan just here less than a year ago uh there were people fighting in that war that weren't alive when we invaded afghanistan and that's fucking insane to think about but you got to think about how many billions of dollars that war provided for military contractors And, and we're talking big fucking huge corporation big name corporations in this country uh you know that are getting kickbacks from this war because they play cronyism with the federal government you know what i mean down to
1: down to just literally nuts and bolts on on you know aircrafts or tanks or whatever (laughs) You know, it's it's insane.
0: Oh yeah, so of course they want, of course they want to go to war with Russia, dude, because it would be the biggest war we've ever had. I mean, that's you know what I mean. It be it would be huge. It would last you know forever, and there and and of course it'd start out probably like a a cold war proxy war style, and then it'd turn into this fucking terrible terrible thing. And it's and 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 you know, I don't know how any clearer it needs to be for you to understand that the federal government doesn't care if you die, and in, in fact. Your death is is a, uh, a a turning point for them. It's a, a a jumping off point for them to use your death as a tragedy to continue wars, to continue uh, taking power from from the rest of the uh, these people. I mean, they, you are literally a pawn in their fucking game. That's it. That's all you are.
1: Yeah. They don't care. And you kind of see, you can kind of see that even with the. <laughs> I, I kind of had a prediction that once the Afghan war was over, that they would be. Turning the war on terrorism inward, and we're seeing that kind of play out now. Oh, sure, COVID, the
0: for COVID through COVID,
1: vaccinated yeah. wreckers, or the you know the parents that are fighting the CRT indoctrination.
0: Of course, yeah. I mean, if you're looking, you're Federal looking COVID
1: at a killing your family oh none at
0: all they'll fucking napalm your family for for uh one lake dude you know what i mean like they'll take every resource they can find and they'll kill anybody they can to get it and and yeah they are turning the war inwards i mean that's what they're doing between covid and uh and climate change i mean they are literally looking at you and saying we are declaring fucking war on you right now and people are like oh no it's cool i'll just take the booster don't worry about me you know what i mean it's like you fucking idiots dude
1: yeah, and the, people don't even question the, like, progressive agenda of most of those people that are pushing this stuff also, like, think that we should depopulate the earth <laughs> and right. shit like that. So Just, hey, what's this is- the quickest way to depopulate uh, war, famine? <laughs>
0: And uh, and medicine, really. I mean, at the end of the day, you yeah. know, because of modern medicine, we, we've been able to live as long as we have now. But, you know, at any time, that modern medicine could turn and, and take us back the other way. And it'd be very easy for them to do it. And I'm not saying that's what they're doing, but holy shit, can you look around
1: and well, see what's are going the same on? same companies that told us that, you know, like Oxycontin was a safer alternative. Oh, yeah. Jo-
0: Johnson & Johnson sold uh, cancer-causing baby powder, for crying out loud, dude.
1: Yeah. And they, they faced... Liter next to no liability for for their products they push on the market. So and it's a monopoly too, right? Because the FDA regulates all that shit. You don't have private competing firms and you don't even have private regulators right to you know give you good alternative medicine.
0: Yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. It's crazy that we're all just watching this happen and going, eh, no biggie. Like, dude, you guys realize that the war is on you. Like, it's literally on you. And, and these people that are like, well, no, it's because I went and got my vax and I'm good. It's like, no, motherfucker, they're going to keep pushing you. They're going to keep pushing you because they want you to fight back. That's what they want.
1: Well, I think a, a white pill for me is the, some of the normies I interact with. You know, the more the, the state tends to push people, the more it tends to alienate them. Right. So I think and it's kind of a double edged sword in that regard. You know, people are like, okay, well, I took my vax. Now can can I go to the grocery store without having to wear this face diaper?
0: Yeah, no, like, no, well, you still
1: like,
0: got to. Yeah, yeah.
1: We have one case thirty miles away, and we're gonna lock you down. And I feel real bad for the people in and some of the countries like Australia that are just going through the worst kind of tyranny.
0: Well, in Australia it's bad, but I don't. People aren't really keeping an eye on New Zealand, dude. And that lady is a fucking psycho, and and uh, she she's like legitimately came out on tv and said this you know this vaccine culture will never be over so you guys better you know what i mean and like she's telling you that she's never going to end these emergency orders they're never going away and you're just going to sit there and keep dealing with it until you're dead
1: what yeah (laughs) yeah the it, it doesn't make uh you know pfizer and moderna and and the rest of them much money if if you're able to get the germ and get over it and have natural immunity
0: which is was totally fine before all this. I mean, that's what we did before
1: the vaccine, for uh, Trump's vaccine <laughs> came to the market.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's so funny because I got, I got a, you know, I get the flu like once every four years. I get the flu, and then I don't get the flu again for four years. I've never gotten a flu shot. I don't get the flu shot. You know what I mean? Like, and and my flu's usually typically pretty mild, except for in two thousand and nine, I had H one N one. That shit almost killed me. And I know other people that were my age, in my in their you know mid twenties, that were very healthy, that had almost killed, and, and we didn't shut down. We didn't shut the fucking world down. You know what I mean? We kept going to work. I worked at a bar at that time, dude, and I, and I'd stand there around thousands of people every week, like thousands per week, right. And, and nobody said a fucking word. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, H one n one the swine flu, it's spreading. And everyone's like, all right, cool, man. Can I get another beer? Like, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, no, nothing shut down. People just got sick. Some people died. Some people didn't. And that's the nature of viruses. And viruses typically mutate into something less deadly because they don't want to kill their host. They want to continue to be able to spread. And that's how we got the common cold. You know, the common cold was uh, the the rhinovirus used to kill people. It killed a lot of people. It was a very strong uh, virus that killed a lot of people. And now it's, you know, you get a cold, you don't even stop going to fucking work. You're like, "Ah, I got a cold, no big deal. You go to work. Like, that's what viruses do. And now we're talking about this uh, omnonomicon, I like to say it all fucked up. I don't know how to say it right <laughs> way, But, and, and people, are, yeah, and, and, yeah. And everyone's like, everyone's like, oh, this, you know, this, uh this, this variant is so scary because it's so uh, um, uh, catchable and it, it spreads so fast. And you're looking at, at all these doctors that are treating, they're like, everybody's like tired. Everybody's had is like tired and got stuffy sinuses and that's it. And they're like, that's a fucking cold, dude. That's what it is. This is the answer. To the pandemic. This is literally our answer. We wanted it to do this. We wanted it to mutate into something that was transmissible and not deadly. And now we're getting it. And now they're talking about reshutting everything down, remasking four, fifth, sixth, seventh, seventh, eight shots. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. This is what we <laughs> wanted. This is what we've been wanting the whole time.
1: Look, Josh, if you don't have your seventh shot, seventh booster, you're a white supremacist,
0: dude. Yeah, you're a racist, bigot, transphobe, dude. If you don't get your seventh shot, and it's just, it just blows my mind, dude. Like, you know, and 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 my family hasn't had it. We're not, we're not going to get it. You know what I mean? Like, and and I, I posted this week, you know, on December eighth, we were supposed to be walked out of the building at my job if we didn't have it. And there's four people in my department. That's it. Just four of us. And, 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 we all had our religious exemptions ready. And we were like, okay, well, it's Iowa. They're pretty good about religious exemptions here. We can do that. None of us fucking turned it ended. right. Cause none of us wanted to, none of us wanted to capitulate dude at all, at all. We said, no, we said, you know, if, if, if that's the case, if that's the policy going forward on December 8th, then December 7th will be our last day period, you know? And, uh, and they reversed it. There is no more mandate at work, you know, and and uh, I feel like that's a victory for us. And I feel like other people should take note that don't want to, you know, be coerced into this bullshit. You know, we can, they're not even releasing the data on this stuff for 75 years. 75 years. And you should be forced out yeah, of we'll your... Be lucky to
1: get, we'll be lucky to get the data then.
0: Oh, <laughs> it'll be so retracted, re- redacted by then that you fuck, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's like, it's like... You want, to be, you want me to be coerced out of my fucking my way to take care of my family if I, if I don't take something that's not going to have safety and efficacy data for 75 years? Get all the way fucked. All the way fucked. You know what I mean? Well, thankfully,
1: thankfully where I'm at here in Texas, I haven't had to deal with much of it as of the past eight months, I believe. Yeah. Oh, you're so, in Texas? Yeah. Oh, I, thought you're, my, I thought you were in Tennessee. No, baby mama, she left Tennessee with our daughter six months. And after fighting through court, um, you know, they wanted me to pay close to 900 bucks a month in child support. Sure. She claimed ser- server wage. And, you know, I had a, you know how servers, they don't claim their tips on on uh, taxes and shit, which more power to servers and, and service industry people. I don't blame you for not claiming your taxes, but the way the family court system works, they try to, you know, even out the pay. And, right. They wanted me paying that on top of trying to pay my lawyer. And, and and then they mandated that I buy plane tickets each month. I said, after a while, screw it. I'm just going to pack my things up and move so I can be closer to see my kids. It's smart. just too much. But, yeah, with the COVID stuff, the Corolla stuff, <laughs> Corolla virus, uh, <laughs> thankfully I haven't had to deal with much of it lately. Um, I still see people with masks and shit, but, um, you know, that should be a choice, In my opinion, if you want to wear a mask, a face diaper, by all means, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you, but I'm probably going to laugh at you, but go ahead. Yeah, (laughs) I don't want the state to mandate that I wear one. And, you know, uh, I should have the, the right to take my risk with with the virus. I'm not vaccinated. I don't plan on getting my daughter vaccinated or anything like that. Have you
0: had the virus? Have you had COVID yet?
1: I haven't, and it's surprising because I deal with people's garbage every
0: day. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I mean, you're dealing with people's garbage. You think you would definitely have it?
1: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there's some doctors and scientists that say, you know, garbage and, and sanitation efforts have been have done more to end the spread of infectious disease than even doctors. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily agree with them. I'm not a doctor or a scientist, but... I definitely come in contact with people's shit every day.
0: (laughs) Sure. Oh, you come in with the nastiest of the nasty. I mean, you're talking, we're talking people have been blowing their fucking COVID noses into tissues and you're picking them up. I mean, that's really, that's really what's going on every single day because we don't have biological waste from our homes you know what i mean it just it all goes out to with the yeah. to the dump and so maybe maybe there's something to be said with with all the germs that you have been in contact with for as long as you've been a garbage man that maybe your immune system yeah, I'm is tempered,
1: just, tempered in raw waste <laughs> yeah maybe
0: maybe your immune system is just fucking beastly already because of that shit you know <laughs> I, and there is you know there are some there are some studies that say that d- depending on your your dna and stuff that some people don't get it and because of that and you know who knows bro who really knows none of us really yeah, know I what the fucks going out.
1: on I'd be real interested to see, you know, uh, studies on on mothers, pregnant mothers who were pregnant and got COVID and then delivered yeah. kids. Yeah. What kind of immunity do those kids have? Right. Well, we're pretty yeah, sure right.
0: we're pretty sure that Julia, uh, she actually she got tested while she was pregnant with my son uh, because she got really 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 sick while she was pregnant, um, and the test came back negative. Uh, we were both very very sick at the time, but. You know, those tests are so, so fucking unreliable. But she, she yeah, had, kind of, kind of flimsy. Yeah. She had like loss of taste, loss of smell, fucking uh, lost her voice completely for like four days, um, which is, which is one of the weirder uh, symptoms of COVID that for people who don't know, you can lose your voice for like four or five days. Um, and so uh, she had all these symptoms of it and then tested negative. So I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking probably she did while she was pregnant. And our son came out eight pounds, 13 ounces, super healthy, except he had a little hernia. So that was it.
1: Congrats on that. And, Thanks, and sh- listening to your story with Tyler and, and Mark, shout out to your, your fiance, man. She seems like a real one. You know, when I think it was, I believe it was on Mark's show, you were talking about you being able to get custody of your kids. And she was, Ready yeah. to go. Yeah, she, she I,
0: I told her that I said, I, I I said, uh, you know, I think I have an opportunity to get my daughter. Uh, you know, I could drive down there this weekend and pick her up. She, Great. When do we leave? And then uh, b- right after it, without missing a beat, I said, and maybe her two younger siblings that, you know, aren't mine biologically, but uh, they're going to go to foster care. She, Great. When do we leave? She never questioned it, bro. And, and she already had two kids, and we had a kid on the way. So, I mean, that was adding. Uh, at least three more kids to a three Kid situation um, and then we Didn't even know at the time that my daughter was pregnant and then you know Come to find out well she's gonna have a baby too it's like Fuck that's seven two babies all right well We're gonna do it you know and um, and yeah, she's, Respect
1: to you for taking on that responsibility As well
0: thanks man yeah it's you know I love these kids to death dude and and, and it's, it's Great they both call me dad now and Um, you know, they've, they've been the growth that they've made since we've taken them in is probably the most rewarding thing. Like to, 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 to see them a year later, uh, and all that they've done and and come through and, and, uh, you know, the, the challenges that they faced when they got here too. you know, with the schooling and stuff like that, stuff that they had never done. I mean, it's just really just a a absolutely beautiful thing, man. And and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very proud, very proud Papa for sure.
1: Yeah, it's, it's. To me, it's the most rewarding thing I've ever done, you know, is I have a kid and not only that, but you know, see how she responds to being loved. And I think that's like, there's no better feeling to be. Yeah,
0: there. absolutely. Uh, Jessica Mitchell. Thanks for the dollars super chat. He said, do you think the tells have something to do with the whites, not washing their legs?
1: <laughs> Probably. I mean, shoot, if you know, we're, we're in the shower and we're really just looking for our tails and
0: we keep missing yeah yeah. it's like if if you can't feel the tail it's hard to clean the legs dude that's how that's how we know when we're at the waist uh no i i was you know i i made a post on twitter a while back said don't forget to wash your legs kings you know what i mean but uh, i I wash my legs maybe it's because i'm you know i got some middle eastern in me i don't know uh let's see uh adam five dollar super chat thanks brother he says they don't want you to know this but immunity is actually stored in the tail (laughs)
1: <laughs> i wouldn't doubt it i wouldn't doubt
0: it. that's fucking hilarious well brother we're at the uh we're at the end of the the public live stream um where where can uh, all these wonderful people follow you and listen to you and check you out support you all that great stuff
1: if you want to follow me follow me at waste underscore main m-a-n-e on twitter and that's pretty much pretty much it where you can follow me
0: we're all waiting for your liberty podcast to come out bro
1: Uh, I need to quit pussyfooting around and uh, get to it. Trash talk episode one. I don't know who the first guest is going to be or if I'm just going to fly solo. But, yeah, I need to make sure it happens. And and, uh, shout out if you're watching this on Odyssey I might, I may do just Odyssey exclusive because I don't really fuck with YouTube like that.
0: Yeah. Well, and you, and you can live stream to Odyssey now, which is pretty cool. You know what I mean? And, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing YouTube now because, well, it helps pay the bills. And, uh, eventually I'm sure I'll be over at Odyssey. And, and it's just kind of one of those, um, it's one of those realities that I just know is going to happen, and so uh, when it's time, it's time. But as soon as Odyssey works with Restream, I'll be streaming here and Odyssey uh, every show. But right now, it doesn't work no. with Restream, so I can only stream here, unfortunately. Um,
1: it's only it's only going to get better, you know. It's still in the infant stages, but shout out to Drew Hancock and the and the folks over at Odyssey.
0: Oh yeah, and Drew Drew's been in the chat tonight. I'm a big fan of Drew and Odyssey and all those guys, man. Uh, before we go, would you consider instead of uh, be having your your Uh, podcast called trash talk now hear me out this is a really good name for a podcast the thing about
1: boners (laughs) the thing about uh i I would consider it sure i'll consider (laughs) awesome
0: brother hey well thank you so much if you could just give me like two minutes to close this out we'll start the members only stream
1: yes sir thank you
0: all right brother Alright guys, another awesome episode of Break the Cycle uh, Garbage mains super cool dude, go follow him Seriously, I, I've been in chats with him for a long time And he's fucking hilarious uh, So go hang out with him uh, And then of course go check out our sponsors TopLobster.com, The Man, The Myth, Legend, My Good Friend and Partner on Break the Cycle Where you can get this great Epstein Didn't Kill Himself uh, Shirt that you see me wearing tonight Or the great Tower Gang shirt that you saw Garbage Man Wearing tonight uh, by using BTC At checkout for a 10% discount Or you can join the Patreon subscribe star, Or become a member of this here YouTube channel under all my videos By hitting the join link uh, where you can get into the private discord server and awesome community Of people uh, and get all the top Lops new gear up to two weeks before it goes to the general Public at like a 30% discount Really great stuff guys I promise you you won't Be disappointed uh, what's up glitch 3d asked me is there anything I miss about California Yes I really miss my grandmother very Much uh, probably that's Probably the thing I miss the most about California Of course I miss mountains uh, oceans um, All that great stuff the great Weather in the summer or in the in the winter uh, Where it doesn't really drop but below 50 degrees Um, And now I deal with negative 30, Uh, but I do not miss so many things in California that it actually makes up for it uh, in the long run. Um, Guys, go check out our executive producers, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today, see what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. Seriously, if you own a business, go check them out right now. Seriously. I promise you, you uh, will not be disappointed, guys. Coming up on the show tomorrow, uh, my buddy from Slow Newsday is going to be here. That's going to be a lot of fun. Show he, he's he's going to be uh, he's going to be spl- spitting that Liberty shit, no doubt about it. Uh, I'm very excited for it. Uh, guys, if you want to come hang out with myself and Garbage Maintenance in the uh, members-only chat, all you got to do is join the YouTube under all the videos. You get into the live, after-hour streams. Uh, I try to do them after every show. We don't do them after every single show, but uh, most shows have them. Uh, that's where we talk about all the uh, all the cool stuff. We'll probably talk a lot more about tales in there. Um, so do that. I'll see you tomorrow for the show with the uh, slow news day. Until then, don't forget to break the cycle. Have to explain The lyrics of my last song They seem to contain A violent call to action in the verse in the frame But I just it in Minecraft The helicopter part Was a reference to GTA 5 and the things you do So when the violence you commit,
1: I am not an excuse Because I just it in Minecraft chamber is my friend and he's constantly cold Accusations of incitement getting totally old
0: Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just fanned it in Minecraft Obviously, I would never advocate force Unless it's still process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft Doing nothing, I mean, you know it don't
1: we'll try to dance, it's cause it closed to COVID Holy shit, I think I'll fall